What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travis Steve. And I'm Cartoon Joe. See, I threw you off there, Joe. You like how I did that? You did. I did like that. All right. I, I wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit more. I remembered, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but I think at the beginning of season three, we, we, we kind of redid the, uh, the intro. I only very, very barely remember that at all. Right. Well, you do remember that, uh, that was, uh, that was an in-person at the bar, uh, at my bar in my basement, uh, uh, episode. You mean, oh, uh, Uncle Colin sat there. Wow. That was a season three, uh, opener. Yeah. No, I'm, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking the other day. Um, about trying to like how like you know like I want to word some stuff a little bit differently, and I was starting to think about like the intro we did from like season one and two. I was like, "What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of this freaking show, the weekly podcast, a little bit of something, a whole lot of nothing." I'm your host, Travis, alongside me as always. And then like I did that for so long until I clicked in my head, like I stole that from uh, GCL. Oh yeah, I guess so. so I'm sure like, we stole it from somewhere though. I was like, I can't do that anymore. It's got to be a little bit different. So season three came around, like, boom, we're just going to say names first. But I wanted to change it up a little bit. I'm like, I'm just going to change it. See how I feel about today. Maybe we'll move on to maybe a different one next week. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. It's 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 the time of change and trying new things. Fantastic. So uh, this freaking show is part of FreakNet Studios. If you guys haven't had a chance yet, go to FreakNetStudios.com and check out all the amazing podcasts that are associated with the FreakNet Studios umbrella. All right, Joe, uh, we decided we're going to do something uh, that we haven't done before. Um, it's a little edgy, um, a little a little on that line, you know. Uh, we're going to determine what our uh, political party uh, preference, preferences are, I guess. Is that a proper term? Sure. Yeah. Is that you find it? Uh, we're gonna allow the internet to dictate how we feel politically. Perfect. Because that's the best way to do it. We can't do it ourselves, obviously. So why not have a have a website do it for us? <laughs> right. Um, I'm excited to do this. Um, I think it'll be a little bit fun. Uh, I did check this out before. Um, before we're going to do it now, just kind of see how it goes. And I am kind of excited about it I, because the thing is. Um, there yes, no's, or no opinion, or other stance, uh, options on this one, so you don't have to choose something. It's pretty cool. And then we'll kind of go over, like, most of the stuff. We're going to do the questions together. So I got mine, uh, loaded up on the screen, ready to go. I hope you, uh, do as well. Yep. Um, if you guys want to do this with us, uh, I'll tell you, it is, uh, com. Go there, and you can take the quiz at the top if you want to load it up. You can do it with us, and we'll kind of run through this together. Again, www.isidewith.com. Pick the quiz at the top. I'll let you guys uh, take an opportunity to get that all ready to go for you, and while you do that, we're going to go ahead and uh, begin with our segment of That Freaking Happened. Uh, Joe, do you want to go first or me? Uh, you can go first. Excellent. I found one that's amazing. Nice. I didn't even know. I found one I didn't even know about. And right. uh, I don't know how I didn't know about this, but May 19th, 1953. The atomic blast that killed John Wayne. Okay, so, go on. So an atomic bomb is tested in Nevada. Due to a miscalculation and change in wind direction, a large amount of radioactive fallout fell on St. George, Utah, where two years later the movie The Conqueror was filmed. By 1980, of the 220 members of the cast and crew, 91 of them died 
Nine, sorry, 91 of them had developed some form of cancer and 46 died of the disease. The death included John Wayne, uh, 1979, Pedro Armin, Arminderiz, I'm not sure, I, I probably pronounced the name wrong, 1963, Dick Powell in 1963, Ted DeCorsia in 1973, Agnes Moorhead in 1974, and Susan Hayward in 1975. Wild. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There was another option for a that freaking happened that I, I thought would be funny to do, but then I saw John Wayne. I'm like, I gotta do John Wayne. If it's okay with you, can I do two of them this week? Yeah, by all means. Excellent. May nineteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Same day, but uh, twenty-four years later. When the president does it, that means that it is not illegal. Former U.S. President Richard Nixon responds to a question of legality of his actions as president. And he says, and I quote, Well, when the president does it, that means that it is not illegal. This was broadcasted as part of a series of interviews by of Nixon by David Frost. Oof. That's right. That hasn't if, aged well. If the president does it, it's not illegal. Gross. Thank you, Nixon. Anyways, I, 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 I thought of that one, I'm like, oh, that's so fucking funny, I gotta do it, but then I saw the one right below it, I'm like, oh, damn, John Wayne, because the thing is, John Wayne's birthday is also in May. I did not know that. Yeah, you know what it is? What is it? It's next Tuesday. Oh. You know his birthday is also next Tuesday? Isn't it yours? It's mine. You have the same birthday as John Wayne. Me and John Wayne. Actually, ooh, shit, I'm gonna have to, let me double check that. Let me double, because here's the thing, here's the thing, Joe, and I may have jumped a gun. John Wayne and Clint Eastwood share... Yep, me and John Wayne have the same birthday. May 26th. Um, nice. Sherry, Sister Sherry, she shares her birthday with, I believe, Clint Eastwood. Huh. Wild. A little, bit, a little bit jealous, but you know what? It's John Wayne. How do you say no to fucking John Wayne? Yeah, you can't be mad about that. Yeah. So, um, speaking of birthdays, uh, brother Nick had his birthday this past Sunday, so... Happy uh, belated birthday to you, Nick. Indeed. Um, turning 32 years old, I'll be turning 31 next week. So I didn't realize we were all just a year apart. Yeah, it's well, it's a weird thing. So, okay, so so we got Nick. Nick's gonna be 32 this year. Uh, I'm gonna be 31. Uh, you turn 30. I'll be 30. Year. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sherry will be turning 29. Uh mm-hmm. huh. is turning what? 27. Uh, yes. Okay. Michael is turning 24. He just turned 25, actually. He just turned 25, and then Ashley turns 21. Damn. She's not 21 yet? No, she will be in July. Whack. We're supposed to go to uh Nashville, but I'm not sure if that will happen or not. Yeah. It's, ju- it's the middle of July. I'm not sure where Tennessee is and their thoughts and feelings about this. I have a friend of mine that lives in uh, Kentucky. And she sends me goofy shit about what uh what their governor's saying, and oh. I'm like Kentucky, Tennessee, same fucking thing. So no kidding. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, it was weird to me thinking like shit. You know, like there's gonna be three of us in our thirties, and then four of us still in their twenties. But you know, like one right there in the border. It's weird to think like we're all legit adults now. Like I know. to the point like where we almost have to act like it sometimes. I know. Yeah, we're at the age that uh. Uh, I'm I'm about to be the age where Christ started his ministry, and Nick's pretty close to the age where he died. 
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what do you, what, uh, what do you got for that freaking happen this week? Well, you know, you, you've mentioned a lot of wild things and, uh, you know what else is wild? Yeah. Is that in 1897, on May 19th, poet Oscar Wilde was released after two years in prison. Really? Yeah. Uh, you may be familiar with Wilde's works if you've mm-hmm. read, uh, The Portrait of Dorian Gray or if you've seen, um, I would say the, uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because, of course, Dorian Gray is a character in that. Yes. And, uh, o- Oscar Wilde was the guy who wrote that. And, uh, even though he had a wife and kids, he also, uh, he slept around with some fellas. And, uh, that was illegal at the time. And so he was arrested and, and thrown in prison for, for homosexuality. And, uh, after two years in prison, he was released. And I believe shortly after that, he died. Hmm. But, uh, he was, uh, he lived up to his name. He lived a wild life. A lot of, uh, lot of opium. Which was, uh, I just think popular at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May 19th sucks, man. I was looking at some other shit. I mean, apparently there was a total darkness across uh, New England and parts of Canada due to a forest fire. Oh, dang. Like, there would have been candles used at noon. Huh. That's amazing. I can't imagine it being that dark at noon. Yeah. Uh, May 19th, 1780. Huh. Much of New England and parts of Canada became almost totally dark, causing widespread panic as many people thought the end of the world had come. The exact cause has been determined. It may have been due to a combination of fo- uh, forest fire smoke and cloud coverage. It was so dark, candles were needed at noon. It did not disperse until the middle of the next night. Hmm. Oh, God. Also, something about Haley's Comet and Doomsday in 1910 on May 19th. Sucks, man. Sounds man, like it. Time. Feast day of St. Peter Celestian? Oh, I don't know that one. Feast day of St. Dunsamobel, the patron saint of goldsmith. Dang. Hmm. Hey, look at that. Okay, so C-E-L-E-S-T-I-N-E. Is that Celestin? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. So feast day of Peter St. Celestin, the patron saints of the book industry. Nice. Why is everyone a patron saint of something? No, because in the in the Catholic Church, that's uh, when you become a saint, you usually tend to be the patron of something. Gotcha. Also, today is Andre the Giant's birthday. So happy birthday, Andre the Giant. <laughs> nice. It's also Malcolm X's birthday. Happy birthday, Malcolm X. Yeah. Uh, don't know who that is. Uh, first World Series Grand Slam home run by the rookie. Okay, cool. Anyways, all right. So all that freaking happened today. Today, we didn't even go with that week. That's wild. It all went today. May 19th sucks. It's a busy day, really. It is, it is. So we're going to dive into the quiz, but I just want to remind all of you guys of something that's actually pretty cool. We do have merchandise. Uh, we have shirts and everything available uh, at tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search TFS. Uh, I'm really excited because uh, I should be getting my new phone case this Saturday, which uh, shows the brand new This Freaking Show logo that we have. Nice. So I'm really excited for that to come in. Um, I bought something else. I just can't remember. I think I bought a uh, coffee mug with our new logo on it as well. I can't remember. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I do want to talk about Tee Public because, uh, that's, again, that's where our merchandise is. Search TFS, buy our merch. It's awesome. But there's something cool that Tee Public is doing now, and I really want everyone to do, uh, do their part in kind of helping not only this freaking show, but the world as we go through a pandemic. 
Uh, I think we mentioned it before. I know we mentioned it on some lives that we did. Um, I think I mentioned uh, I mentioned on a show either last week or two weeks ago. Uh, T Public is selling masks now. That's true. Um, now they are disclaiming that they're not considered medical masks. They're more for just wearing outside and stuff like you, you know, normally need to, you know. And it's, you know, and it's goofy because you see a lot of people like going out with like bandanas or like the mm-hmm. dust masks when you're like you're standing in a wood shop and shit. Right. Um, cutting up old t-shirts and stuff. Well, T Public is selling face masks now and the face masks do have our logo and our images and stuff on it that's available to purchase. Now the cool thing about it is, when you buy yourself one of these awesome masks from our store, and obviously, you know, it does help out the podcast when we sell some merchandise, but T Public is starting a program. It's called Buy One, Give One. And when you purchase from T Public, um, and supporting, you know, us here at this freaking show, um, but now, uh, your purchase is worth twofold, as they state. Uh, for every non-medical mask sold, T Public will donate one FDA-approved medical-grade surgical mask to the Direct Relief Foundation. Uh, Direct Relief is a humanitarian aid organization active in all U.S. states and more than 90 countries. They are working in overdrive to get productive gear to as many health workers as possible. So, it's one of these cool things now. It's like, you know, um, you could go on T Public again, T Public dot com. Search TFS. You can find all of our merchandise there. Uh, we do have again T-shirts, hoodies, babies onesies, tapestries, pillows, magnets, pins, stickers, uh, phone cases, uh, notebooks, um, so many different things. But again, now we have masks that you know you need to wear out in public to protect yourself and you know protect others from you. Uh, but also when you do something like that, you you're, you can now feel the pride of knowing that not only did you help out Cartoon Joe and myself, but you're helping out uh, the direct relief uh, organization that T Public is willing to donate FDA approved masks to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I believe there's actually two options for the masks. You can get one that's just one layer of cloth. You can get one with two layers of cloth. What's cool about the one with two layers of cloth is it's only a couple of dollars more expensive, and you can actually fit a filter in there. Um, mm-hmm. one of the, I, I was reading a paper recently that, that my wife sent me, um, that I guess was going around the, the hospital where she works. And if you wear a couple of layers of cloth with a few, like, uh, if you take a coffee filter and fold it in half and then put another coffee filter folder in half in, it's yeah. actually about as good as a medical grade mask, um, in terms oh, of wow. preventing the spread of the virus. So, you know, you go and you get yourself, uh, one or, or maybe even a couple of those double fold double layered masks that you could fit a filter into. And you can take a couple of coffee filters and you can actually make your own nearly medical grade mask that's going to be more comfortable because it's cloth instead of that weird plastic material that the medical masks are made of. Is there anything coffee can't do, Joe? I don't know. It's just I haven't I've have yet to find it. It can't make tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all, no, I gotta, that's all I gotta say. Uh, but no, yeah, no, it's one of the cool things. So there are other options. Now, uh, the mask, when they originally came out, did sell out pretty quick because the thing is, they do print our, um, our logos on their masks and everything. So make sure you pick up a mask as soon as possible. Again, you're helping out the podcast by buying our merchandise, but now you're helping out an organization when you purchase a mask because they donate uh, on their end too. So, Again, tpublic, T-E-P-B-L-A-C.com, search TFS, get a mask, you get our new logo on it, our old logo on it, shit, you get Cartoon Joe on it. Good. It's an amazing opportunity. Uh, also, guys, 
This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. That's right, BallWash.com. Uh, it's the, uh, it's the goofy, uh, it's a goofy company, but a serious product. Uh, they cover everything from head to toe, hole to pole. Uh, shampoos, conditioners, soap. Uh, they got nut cream, literally nut cream, a nut powder. Um, they came out with a new product now. It's a, it's a sanitizer. They have their own sanitizer, a hand sanitizer. They can buy in a three pack for just $19.98. But it's even better than that. When you buy that, you know, see, you'll see, Joe, let's say you needed some hand sanitizer. Sure. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna go to ballwash.com and pick up a three pack of hand sanitizer for 1998. That's if a good price. Right? You throw that in your cart. You go to checkout. Right before you check out, though, you go to that promo code and you put in FreakNet right there. You're gonna save yourself 15 percent off of that order. Oh damn! All right? I'm super excited for. It. I went ahead and I bought myself some hand sanitizer. I bought some ball wash soap. I bought some ball wash hair uh, shampoo. Some ball wash uh, conditioner. Uh, I got some powder, you know, for the chafing, because now that I'm working in a warehouse, it gets a little hot, a little swampy and stuff like that. So, you know, to kind of like powder it up down there to make myself fresh and clean all day long. And I got myself a little uh, a little nut cream, which is kind of like a cologne for your testicles. Nice. So, yeah. I went ahead and, uh, you know, I got my, I, I pampered myself, you know. That's and they said, right, and they sent us, they sent us uh, that gift box thing. And, you know, we could have kept it for ourselves. We could have used it. But, no, we gave back to the listeners of Freaknet Studios. But I got a little jealous. I'm like, you know what? I, I want I want this stuff for myself. So I went ahead and bought it. And I nice. saved money by using our promo code Freaknet. I saved 15% on my final order. So I'm super excited for that stuff coming. And you guys, too, can save 15% on your order by just going to ballwash.com, load up that cart with all your hygiene, hygiene products, and then just use the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout, say 15%, ballwash.com. Fantastic. Right. Would you uh, Would you like me to do the other plug? You could do it right now, or you could do it later, however you feel about it. I, uh, I don't care. I don't care. I can go either way. It doesn't matter. Either, either way, we got to do the quiz. So if you want to do it before the quiz or after the quiz, it's totally up to you. I'll do it before the quiz. I'll do it right now. Yeah, you know, we're about it. to do this political quiz, and, and maybe you need to uh, to educate yourself on on some topics. And uh, maybe you're stuck at home. Maybe you've got to be under self-isolation. Maybe you're in quarantine. Maybe you're just bored as hell and you need something to read. Well, have I got the product for you. Audiobooks. Great. They're really good things. You can listen to books. You can read them with your own eyes. Or uh, you could just have them read to you by one of the fine readers at audible.com. And if you go to our special uh, URL audibletrial.com slash freaknet, you can get a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook. That's audibletrial.com backslash freaknet for a 30-day free trial and a credit towards your first audiobook. Head on over there. Make this lockdown livable today. Good job, Joe. Thank you. All right, you ready for a quiz? So ready. Alright, guys, I told you, isidewith.com, take the quiz at the top, me and Joe are gonna read through the questions, we're gonna answer them, how we feel we, uh, we associate with that question, uh, individually. Now, from, uh, from my understanding and stuff, and I, I did do this quiz at the end, uh, I did the quiz before to kinda see how it works out. It gives you a percentage of how you, um, how you, um, stack up with all sides. It's not just like, uh, you take the quiz, like, congratulations, you're a Republican, congratulations, you're a Democrat. No, it tells you what percentage of your views relate to Republicans, Democrats, uh, I think Libertarians and all that. So, uh, Joe, I don't think you took this quiz yet. So, um, or maybe you did. I don't know. 
I have not, or at least okay, not, awesome. not this version of it. Excellent. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I don't know what my answers were last time. I'm pretty sure it's going to be similar today, but we'll find out. Okay, so first question. Should convicted criminals have the right to vote? Now, there is a learn more link that will they'll give you descriptions of the question if you don't follow it. I know I clicked on a couple of them. Uh, this one, um, yes. I'm going to say yes. I'd agree. Yeah. Uh, I think to a certain extent of the, like, what you're charged with, I think that maybe not, I think if you get released from prison, why not? Yeah. In prison, ooh, maybe, is that what they're asking? Should convicted criminals, seem like criminals in prison? I don't know. It doesn't seem to be clear. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to say overall, uh, even, like, in or out of, I think if you get out of prison, um, you have the right to vote because you pay your debt to society and you have the right to be free again. Right. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to take it as that. So I agree. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you support mandatory minimum prison sentence for people charged with drug possession? I do not. I, that's the one thing I don't like about quizzes because, I mean, like, there's like exceptions to everything. Right. There is a, if you, if you click it, you can say, uh, other stances. Yeah. But the other stances aren't that helpful. And then if you click read more stances, it brings up a, just a huge block of things that yeah. I don't even have time to read. <laughs> yes, but for drug dealers, not users, read more stances submitted by users, add your own stance. This question is no longer relevant. It should be removed. Okay. So I, I just, I want to stick to just yes and no's, uh, unless it's like very, very difficult. So That's should true. it be a mandatory minimum prison sentence for people charged with drug? I'm just going to say yes because the thing is like, obviously, if it's a small, minuscule, like, amount, pay a fine, you know, misdemeanor, whatever. But if, like, if you get pulled over and you have, like, a pound of Coke with you, there should be some kind of, mm, mandatory. I'm going to go no. I'm going to go no. Because it's saying mandatory. Right? Yeah. That's my that's my issue okay. with it. Okay. I've, I've got no problem if, you know, if this is the punishment for that crime and it's something that's decided by a jury or a judge or, or whatever. But the the second it becomes mandatory, you know. Yeah. yeah, like you said, someone someone who who is just you know maybe they've got an ounce of something they're not supposed to have on them, and now suddenly they've got to go to jail for fifteen years because that's the mandatory minimum. You know, yeah, that's I, I, yeah. I think I think what my problem is, and I I'm glad I learned this in the first two questions. I gotta stop digging too deep into the questions, and I gotta answer what's there. That's my thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Should prisons ban the use of solitary confinement for juveniles? Uh no. Sometimes being by yourself is important. I say yes, only because the the way we do solitary confinement is really really traumatic, and you're you're not going to rehabilitate kids by doing that. I got you. Is it like is like solitary confinement like for an extended period of time? Like, are you okay with them being confined for like twenty four hours? Oh yeah, twenty four hours. Some of that. I think that'd be all right. Well, see, you know more about the prison uh, than I do because you uh, you did a lot of uh, work uh, with uh, the prison system for a brief period of time, so you probably know more about this. You definitely know more about the stuff than I do. So. Yeah, I've had I've had I have a couple of friends who've been in solitary and they do not describe. But they're you know when they're thrown in and you know you're in a maximum security prison, mm-hmm. you're thrown in solitary confinement. It's for like you know twenty days. Yeah, you know, and that's that's really not okay. That's a little excessive. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say like I, for me, depending on what you did, uh, seventy two hours at the max. 
Yeah, I also, it it depends on exactly what they mean by solitary confinement, right? If we're reading too far into it. You know, if if we're just going to separate somebody out and have them, you know, just in their own individual cell for 24 hours where they can sit and think about it, but they still have, you know, access to, you know, guards or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But if there's, you know, if they're just left alone basically in a hole with bars on it, that's not good. Not for kids. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, The Longest Yard when the hot box. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read the, uh, questions for science issues? Uh, sure. Go, cool. go for it. Uh, do you support the use of nuclear energy? Yes. I do. I agree. I think it's a necessary step in between, uh, oil and renewable. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, excuse me. Should the government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? Oh, that's a hard question. question. It's a hard, right? yeah, it, it is because the thing is like, it's like you, you wanna, you wanna say yes because you wanna do everything you can to prevent kids from contracting illnesses from other kids. Right. But at the same time, it's like, where's that line where you get rid of, uh, your right to choose? Right. Um, yeah, I, I also like, you know, I, I don't, I don't personally think there should be, uh, religious exemptions. Mm-hmm. But other people do. Other people feel really strongly about that. But like, I, I'm with you. It's like, where is the line? I'm gonna say no. I am too. I'm gonna say no. I don't think it should be a government thing. Uh, I mean like, there are like, there are certain like shots and stuff we do take for like, uh, schooling and stuff like that. Right. Um, I mean, I guess that maybe what they're talking about flu vaccinations and stuff like that. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna say no. I, th- I think it does have to be. I, I think in some aspect it still has to be the choice of the parent and stuff. And you know, and the problem is when you get, when you get government involved in s- small stuff like that, it becomes way too much. Yeah, I think my my bigger problem I think is, uh, you know, where where do we draw the line and when does it become? You know, I I do think that that every kid should be vaccinated, and there are some reasons that are better than others for not vaccinating kids. You know, like yeah. if you're allergic to a vaccine, and obviously mm-hmm. there'd be an exemption in a question like this yeah. for that. But I also think like, you know, what what happens when I I just don't know what 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 happens when we allow that to happen, and then the next step is eugenics of some kind. You know, and I'm not one to jump to extremes like that, but like. I don't know. It's tough. It's it's hard to it's hard to have a discussion about this topic when we're in the middle of uh, coronavirus. You know, right? Because right. then people people just use this as excuse, like, well, if COVID nineteen had a, if there was a shot to prevent COVID nineteen, you think everyone would be okay taking it before this all happened? It's like you can't really use that as an excuse, but people will because of right. this. Right. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing with uh with uh, HIV and everything back in, like, what, the 70s and 80s and all that other stuff. It's like, well, you know, if there was this then, you know, you would definitely take it. It's like, you really don't know. Right. Yeah, I Um, almost think, rather than making it mandatory, it should be something like, see, I I think that's the problem. It's the require and the mandatory and the the absolutes. I don't like absolutes very much, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, which is is anathema to this quiz, right? Mm -hmm. It's the problem with it. But, uh... I agree. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough, um, I was going to say something and it completely, completely evaporated. But basically, uh, I, I think I was thinking something along the lines of, um, you know, I, obviously people should be vaccinated, but I think maybe we should do a better job of educating them about why rather than requiring it. You know, if, if you can, if you can teach somebody to understand why it's important, 
they're going to be on board with it. I yeah. think. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's your last uh, what, what was the last, last one here? Should producers be required to label genetically engineered foods? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I think they should. That's fair. Yeah, I, you know, it's just it's just one of the things like you know, like people should you know have that information presented to them when they're about to purchase something. I don't think, I mean, like, I mean, like, is, is there, is there a reason not to do it? The, the main reason that I would say not to do it is that it, uh, it tends to, um, produce fear mongering because like the vat, almost everything we eat is genetically modified on some level. Well, you yeah, know, because, well, yeah, McDonald's, right. <laughs> well, even, even carrots, right? If, if you yeah. found a carrot in the wild, it wouldn't look like a big orange thing. It would be a small, bitter white thing. Well, it's like the wax that they put on apples. Right. Like, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but there's a wax and they put on op- apples to keep them fresh. Right. That's why you they encourage so, them to wipe them off. But yeah. Yeah. So, like, everything, everything to some extent is genetically modified. It's just that we found a more accurate way to do it with the, the genetic engineering. And so, like, it's, it's a, it seems to me to be a non-issue. I understand that more information, I, I'm usually in favor of more information is better. Uh, except when there are some people who are trying to make money off of people's ignorance. And that's yeah. my biggest problem with labeling GMOs is that there are some people who just don't know anything about it. And so they're going to just not buy the stuff that's actually better for them and for the world and the environment. Yeah. I mean, realistically, you just, you know, if you just flip it and just say like people who have a problem with GMOs, just look for the package that says organic, uh, grown. Right. And then you just go from there. I'm still, I'm still going to say yes because I don't think it's that big of a deal to do it. But, um, yeah. Um, this is probably my favorite. Is your next section current event issues? <laughs> yes, it is. Cool. I, I want to know how this determines a political party, but are you currently experiencing COVID-19 symptoms? Right. Yes, I am. I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to say right now, right now I'm not. <laughs> no, but. How important is this to you? It is right. more important. <laughs> right. Like, more, more today than yesterday. Right. No kidding. Uh, I'll do domestic policies as well since there's just one. Is the next one for your domestic policies? Yes, it is. All right, perfect. Uh, should there be more restrictions on the current process of purchasing a gun? I wish that this was a better question. Yeah, I wish, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say yes in the hopes that it means like a more comprehensive background check. I hate the fact that when you click more information, the very first thing they say is 2012 Sandy Hook. Right. There's been so many other shootings since then. I mean, no like, kidding. 2014, 21 states passed a law that expanded the rights of gun owners, allowing them to possess firearms in churches, bars, schools, and college campuses. So this is pos- process of purchasing a gun. Um. Oh, God. Uh, I I also think, like, oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say no, because I know how Nick and Kyle go go through the process of buying a gun, and I do know there's a waiting period for them. Um, Well, I guess, like, nationwide, I think there should be more restrictions. I think Illinois does a pretty good job. Illinois, yeah. I know Illinois is, like, one of the uh, strictest gun laws. (laughs) Right. Uh, I guess as a nation, I guess if it was like fair all the way across, yeah. Right. 
Um, without thinking, without digging too far into it, I'm just going to say no just because of seeing how the process of people. And yeah. I, I bought guns too. And I, and I had to wait the 48 hour period or the 72 hour period between a shotgun and a revolver and stuff like that. And there's a background check. So, and this was eight years ago when they did it. So, and even then it was pretty, you know, simple. And I, I mean, I knew I was going to pass. I'm a good fucking kid. Right. I don't, I don't believe nut jobs deserve a gun. Right. You know, um, yeah. but. Uh, should teachers be allowed to carry a gun at school? I'm going to say yes. I don't think so. <laughs> I think certain teachers, um, and I think they have to be securely put away. Oh, see, I guess that's, that's the question. Like, is it saying on their hip or like in their desk? I mean, yeah, I mean, if John <laughs> Wayne's walking back and forth. Right, that's what I was thinking. If it's on their hip, I don't want it in my school, because that would make right. me nervous as a student. Right, that shit's holstered and she goes to ask a question to a sleeping student and just clicks the fucking hammer back. Right. Um, I say yes if it's, if it's locked away, easy accessible in certain situations, but no one has access to it but the teacher and maybe even the principal. But if it's able to be put away without students gain, uh, gain a hold of it and they go through the proper training of conceal and carry and firearm training and stuff like that, then yeah, absolutely. That's fair. Uh, should victims of gun violence be allowed to sue firearms dealers and manufacturers? No. I'm going to read this thing here because I'm not sure. The way I read it is, like, if somebody shoots, like, if somebody shoots up a school with, let's say, a Winchester rifle, then the parents are allowed to sue Winchester. That's how I'm reading it, and I don't, I don't agree with that. Right. Or they're talking about, or they're talking about the dealer who sold the gun to the person who did the shooting. If the person comes off as a normal person, comes background check, you know. Right. I don't know. That's a tough choice. I like the, the, the other stances on this one make me feel like, you know, manufacturers should only be able to held liable for negligence. That makes sense to me. Uh, as long as, nope, uh, any business should be held liable if the primary use of its product is for illegal activity. But like, the primary use isn't for illegal activity in this case. Mm-hmm. So I guess from that, I'm going to say no. Um, although I, I understand the arguments for it, and I, I could see why someone would be in favor of it. Okay. So I am um, going to say no. Just to be. Yeah. Cool. Uh, foreign policies, you're up. Sure. Should the government increase or decrease military spending? I am a big proponent of decrease. Is there a uh, stay the same? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Neither. I am satisfied with the current amount of spending. Uh, I know they spend a lot of fucking money, but nobody's, uh, there's no war going on in my backyard right now, so I'm kind of torn. Like, it's a lot of fucking money, but there's no war going on in my small town right now. Um. Yeah, but we've been at war. We've been in the same war for yeah. long enough for parents and children to go fight in the same battlefield. Yeah. Well, there's, that's my I, biggest problem. I know there's a question here somewhere that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say decrease because I also feel that we could decrease uh, our our military in other countries. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna associate it with that. Yeah. Um, keep everything properly funded to protect us, but I, I think, I think our occupancy in other countries can kind of 
mm-hmm. I think could be pulled out. Um, I thought that was a question here where it says something about uh, uh, military, uh, poor military out countries, but maybe it's not. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go decrease on that aspect. Okay. Should the U.S. accept refugees from Syria? I think yes. I think we have enough space, and there's actually a, a population downturn going on right now in the U.S. We should accept refugees from anywhere that that refugees are coming from, because uh, if you look at the data on refugees, they are better citizens than most of the people who are born here, because they're grateful for the chance. There's a respect factor at that point. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna agree with this one, just because. I know how bad Syria is. Yeah. And right? I know a lot, I know a lot of refugees who come here are coming here from bad countries. Um, and I think in that aspect, I, I think like as long as, as long as you document them coming over, I don't see what the issue is. Right. Like just, just come over the right way and I'm fine with it. You know, it's like, and I, I know people from Syria ain't fucking sneaking in. You know, it's not like right. the fucking, you know, you can't like sneak over the ocean. Yeah, and so I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with refugees coming over who, who uh, are are looking for like a better life. I don't like the term seeking asylum. I mean, I get that that's the proper term for it. I'm just not a big fan of that. I just, mm. I, I'd rather look at it as people are trying to find a better life for them and their families. And I think if they go through the proper channels and do it the right way, granted, which I hear a lot that the process for that is a little lengthy. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's just it's just one of the things. Like it's like you have you have to you know you can only do the best you can with what you have accessible to you right now. Should they make the process a little bit quicker? I'm sure they can figure out a way to do that. Absolutely, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. Um, it's just it's just all about vetting vetting the the right people in, making sure that the right people are coming here for the right reasons. That's the biggest thing. Um, but yeah, no, I'll agree with that. If, if they're if they're coming here because they need to get away from fucking horrifying Syria, then yeah, why not? Fair. Yeah. Last question in this section. Should foreign terrorism suspects be given constitutional rights? I think yeah. this is a tough one. I think so, too. But uh, it's it's like, what do they mean by suspects? Does that mean they, they've already, they were caught in the act and we have to call them suspects because you're innocent until proven guilty in this country? Or is it I I look at it as if you're being charged with a crime, then you should go through the proper channels of uh, the courts and all that stuff. Gotcha. Like that if, makes perfect sense. That's that's how I read it. It's like if somebody is if somebody is being charged with a crime, they have to go to court for it. And I think that that's how I read this. If you are being charged for being a terrorism for something, you need to go to court through it. I don't think they need to be you know thrown instantly into Guantanamo uh, Bay uh, prison or all that other shit because I, I hear that's a thing. Like, if if you are marked as a terrorism, that's what instantly happens. You instantly go to jail or all this stuff. Maybe I just right. heard on NCIS. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I get a lot of shit mixed up between NCIS and reality, but... Right? It's such a realistic feeling show. It is. I don't know if it's actually realistic, but it feels <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I do I do believe that if you if you are arrested as a criminal or being... Or being charged for a crime, then everyone has the right to go through the court yeah. system just like everyone else. It doesn't matter if you're a foreign terrorism or, or a domesticated terrorism. A, a terrorism terrorist is a terrorist no matter where they're from, and if it happens here or on American soil anywhere, then they have the right to go through American court systems. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Good answer. Thanks, man. 
My biggest problem when it comes to shit like this, I'm very easy going as long as people don't bother me. Right. That's that's how I look at like everything. It's like, listen, I don't care what you do, just don't bother me with it. So like doing these quizzes are kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of okay with it. I really don't give a shit. Um, but I'm really trying to like focus like really like where do I really fit into this stuff? Um, I think this social issues one is probably going to be the one I could really dive more into and kind of take personally. Because at the same time, because we've had, again, we've had this conversation camping, and we've talked about this. Right. Uh, should the government continue to fund Planned Parenthood? I say yes. I also say yes. Uh, what is your stance on abortion? Uh, pro-choice. Uh, agreed. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, I, if it was up to me, I would say absolutely not, but it's not up to me. I'm not the pregnant one. I'm not the person having the child. Right. It's up to the decision of the, uh, of the mother and what she wants to do. I, well, I obviously don't want a baby to die, but it's not my call. Agreed. Yeah. I can't sit there and say like, oh my god, you want to have abortion? Well, you're not going to fucking do that because it's not my, it's not my, it's right. not my choice. It's not my yeah. choice whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it goes back to my whole thing. It's like, just don't bother me with it. Which, granted, I guess in the aspect mood doesn't really come because if it's my child, I'm pretty sure I'd be bothered by it, but. Right. Um, I, I can't, I can't, you know, do anything about it. Should health insurance providers be required to offer free birth control? Yes. Yes, I do. To an extent. If it was uh, for teenagers, yes. People in college, yes. Somebody uh, who needs it for a medical issue, yes. Somebody who just doesn't want to get pregnant in their 20s because they want to live their life, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I'd say yes. I, I guess. Medical you know, issues and age restrictions. The I'm hard thing. Yeah. The hard thing for me with this question is, uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I think health insurance providers should provide free birth control, you know, as one of their, mm-hmm. their projects. Uh, uh, but I, I guess, I guess this ties into my, I don't think healthcare should be tied to employers, you know, uh, and so uh, on that front, I guess it's, it would, I, I would rather have the free market decide that if your health insurance doesn't provide free birth control, your company goes under and disappears forever. You know what I mean? Because people don't want to buy your health insurance because you don't provide it. Mm-hmm. No, you know. So I'm going to I'm going to say yes, but that's it's with the caveat of of like I, I think people should have access to it. It's just you're just answering the question that's in front of you. If right. there was more to it, then you, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, economic issues. You're up. Sure. Should the U.S. raise taxes on the rich? No. Yes. On the very, very rich, yes. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, 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 yeah, no. I, I think everyone should be taxed the same way. If they, I mean, if they make more money and they're taxed the same percentage, they're going to pay more money, right? I mean, if I had $100 and somebody had $1,000 and we each getting charged 50%, it's half of both of our money regardless. And it's five, 50 for me and 500 for them, right? I mean. Yeah, but know. I think it's. It's a much bigger burden for you to lose fifty bucks out of your hundred than for them to lose five hundred out of their thousand. Because oh, yeah. you're only gonna have fifty bucks at the end of the month and they're gonna have five hundred. The only way you I know. can look the only way I can look at it is if I won the lottery tomorrow, I wouldn't want more money taken away from me. That's fair. But, <laughs> I just gotta, know, I just gotta look I just gotta look at it that way. That, and it's a selfish, greedy way to look at it, but like if I'm if I'm sitting here like right now in my life struggling to pay my fucking mortgage and then Tomorrow I find out that I just want a hundred million dollars. It's like I'm gonna want to hold on to as much money as that as possible, you know? Because granted, you win the lottery. It's like you're already winning two hundred 
$30 million, you're keeping like 90 of it. See, I don't want any more of that to go away. So yeah, but I guess for me, once, uh, once I've got 90 million, what do I need any more for? You know, and it's not going to go away any further than that, uh, except in sales tax when I spend it. Yeah. Well, that's you another know. thing. You know what's weird? I'm not sure if you know this about, uh, about money, but, uh, do you know you could only gift about $15 million away in your lifetime before it's taxed? I did not know that. Yeah, I was looking up shit, and uh, we do it. We definitely gotta get back to this quiz. But this is this was interesting when I was talking to my dad about like, you know, what if I won the lottery? What would you want? And he, you know, he's like, he wants me to just give him like a million dollars. He could buy a house and some cars and stuff like that. Um, if I was to win the lottery and I wanted to give money to you, Houston, Michael, Ashley, Nick, and Sherry, yeah, uh, mom and Carl, my dad, my grandma, you know, I could only gift up to fifteen million dollars in a lifetime before it's taxed. Or I could gift away to an individual fifteen thousand dollars a year, and that's it. Anything more, it would be taxed. It'll be taxed. Yeah. It'll be taxed by me. It'll be taxed for me gifting it. It'll be taxed by you by receiving it. Huh. It's fucked up. And then I found out that if uh, if let's say I had a ninety million dollars, I ended up dying, and I had seventy million left. Mm-hmm. Whoever got that seventy million dollars, it's going to be taxed because it's considered a gift. Gotcha. It's it's so fucking goofy how how gifting stuff works and the, that fifteen million that includes like if I was to buy Mama Carl a house in Florida my dad a house if I was to pay off like Michael's house if I was to buy you a house if I was to pay off like Sherry's house if I was to buy Nick a house all those purchases would accumulate into that fifteen million dollars if I bought everyone new cars it would all accumulate into the fifteen million dollars hmm. it's so fucking goofy it almost is like the tax company is forcing you to be greedy. Because, like, listen, as soon as you fucking do this, then I'm going to tax you 25%. It's it's 25% tax? It's, it's it's very fucking high. Maybe it's... I know there's a 5 in it. Maybe it's 15. It's very fucking high. I know it's very fucking high. Because the whole thing is, like, if I won the lottery, I was going to do a lot of shit for the family. I was going to, like, you know, set up, uh, set up uh, college funds for... For like nieces, nephews, some of my friends' kids, I was gonna do all this shit, and then I was like, "Well, fuck, you know, if I do that, how's gonna, how bad am I gonna fuck those people over? Because then they have to file that on their taxes and have to uh, deduct it." Gotcha. It's so goofy. Anyways, um, oh, you're reading. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was, I was just learning about gift taxes. I know, right? Well, now, yet yeah, now you know. So now, if you win the lottery and you want to give me money, you can only give me up to fifteen thousand dollars a year. I wonder if I'm allowed to pay your taxes for you. On that front, because like if I if I got ninety million dollars and I want to give away all of it, like I should be able to afford paying the extra taxes. But it, yeah, it would just be like one of the things like you just give away what the tax cost would be. Gotcha. So like if it was oh, like fifteen thousand dollars, you would gift like seventeen eight or some goofy shit like that. Where the fuck it gotcha. is? Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, I could I could do that. That'd be fine with me. Yeah. All right. Uh, should the government raise the federal minimum wage? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Although I, I do think um, I'm really torn on how it should be done. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I, I grew up in a small town. You know, you live you live in a fairly small town. Yeah. Uh, you know, beer beer there doesn't cost seven dollars a bottle like it does in Chicago. You know, and so like, how burdensome would it be to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars in Piatone versus fifteen dollars in Chicago? Hmm. You know, on on the businesses, you know, on the other hand, people have more money to spend, which means that the local businesses hopefully are benefiting more. I always wonder about that. 
Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like, I, I do believe it needs to be higher. Like, I'm not saying that people from McDonald's deserve 15 bucks an hour, but you know, like right now it's 9.25. Right. You could raise it up to 10, maybe 12. And yeah, yeah you could, you could, you could pay people at McDonald's, warehouse workers, stockers, pickers, and stuff like that. $12 an hour, it's a good living for a lot of people who are in that line of work. 15 is a little bit excessive because now you're getting into like, you know, like almost like that. You know, that high thirties, low forty thousand dollars a year kind of thing. You know, that's almost I mean, like there there's jobs like service advisors that are being paid salaries that are kinda of like that. So it's it's I think fifteen's very high and I know like um people were asking for that when this whole McDonald's thing is going on. It is very high. I think ten to twelve dollars is more reasonable. Uh twelve I think is probably the best bet for everybody. Uh fifteen's just it's it's just really fucking high. Right. Now, I do think, like, I am torn, though, too, because I do think a minimum wage should be a living wage. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that a living wage is the same across the country. That's all. That's my only, that's my only yeah. issue with it. But on the other hand, I also don't think, you know, I think it's wrong to, uh, you know, to federally mandate that cities are going to be inherently more wealthy than, than rural areas because that's where the jobs are and that's where people mm-hmm. need a higher minimum wage. Yeah. You know, which is the other side of the, the that that equation? I don't know. A UBI. <laughs> I'm sure it's in there somewhere. All right. Should the U.S. raise or lower the tax rate for corporations? Why can't it just stay the same? All right. So other stances. Current rate. I'm gonna go maintain current rate. Nice. What about you? I don't know. Don't my need, my knee jerk is raised because like you have you have Apple and Amazon pulling in trillions of dollars a year, you know. But or well billions, I should say. It's no, it's not really trillions. But on the other hand, like what is the? I don't know. It, you know, I'm gonna go with keep current rates but eliminate deductions and loopholes. Right. That's I'm a good go one. That one. I'm gonna go with that one. Everyone should pay their their fucking share. Yeah. I don't. I don't get tax breaks. Why should they? <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, environmental issues. Should the government increase environmental regulation to prevent climate change? Uh, no, because I don't care about climate change. Yes, Not the fucking ice I, caps. <laughs> I care about it a lot. <laughs> increase environmental regulation. I mean, well, that, is that the thing where uh, AOC was talking about? Like eliminating like all fucking cars and make only like all fucking fuel cars and shit. Oh, I don't remember her talking about that specifically. I think, but it's, like I a think Green it's, New Deal, yeah. Yeah, that thing. Like it was something about like like eliminating all like fuels, but like like uh, solar uh, energy. It's, it, it was something weird. Mm. Um, I'm just gonna say no. Like, I, 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 there's there's regulations in place, and I think people are just they just need to fucking get on board with it. It's just there's too too many extremes. Should the U.S. withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement? Didn't we already withdraw from it? Yeah. In 2017, President Trump announced uh, the U.S. would withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord in an effort to boost the nation's industry and energy independence. Trump argued that the Climate Accord was unfair to the U.S. since the agreement imposed easier restrictions on China and India, who led the world in carbon emissions. Opponents of the Climate Agreement argued that it unfairly penalized U.S. energy companies and consumers by imposing restrictions on domestic energy production. 
Proponents of the Climate Accord argue that exiting it sets back decades of diplomatic effort. If I go based on what I just read, I'm just going to say yes. Um, and now that I'm reading this first one, oh no, this is local government. Okay, I'm going to stick with. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go no on the first one. If it was a global regulation, I would say yes, but it's just focused on us. And then the other one withdrawn. I'm going to say yes on that, just based on what I read there. Wait, which? What are we? So should the U.S. withdraw from? Okay, we're on that one. Okay, yeah, I I clicked yes on that one. Just from what I from what I read, they're saying that. I mean, it's. It's unfair to the U.S. and they're fucking uh, they're, they're treated different. So I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no only because I think that the U.S. should be a moral leader on issues. Mm-hmm. And right. So I think being part of it, and then I think we should go. We should not only be part of it. I think we should push beyond it. You know, like we should we should do an even better job than what they're requiring of us. Should disposable products such as plastic cups, plates, and cutlery that contain less than 50% of biodegradable material be banned? No. I'm also going to say no. Banned is just a fucked up word. Limited, maybe? Limited would be good. You know, because like bans, you know, you you end up with people who, like, maybe they have a handicap that doesn't allow them to drink a soda or uh, even a coffee without a straw. And then, you know, Starbucks invents uh, those lids that use more plastic than the regular lid and a straw combined mm-hmm. and makes you use those. And they don't give you a straw if you need one, you know. Yep. So not necessarily. I just pick Starbucks out of the air. I I, they, I know they have straws, but. <laughs> <laughs> you but yeah. love Starbucks. Yeah, that's my that's my problem with the word bands, too. I agree. You know, right. single use plastics suck, but they're also necessary for the people who need them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, educational issues. Um, your turn, right, Joe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you support increasing taxes for the rich in order to reduce interest rates for student loans? No. That's a weird question. Right. You want to tax the uh, rich more so co- college kids don't have to pay for their stuff? Is that what it's saying, pretty much? I don't oh, know. Reduce interest rate. Eh, I'm still saying no. <laughs> the, the way it's worded, it sounds like a no. Right? That's, that's, even, I think increasing tax on the rich in order to get rid of student loans entirely and fully fund college would make more sense. <laughs> uh, act would be financed by levying a mandatory income tax of 30% on everyone who earns between $1 million and $2 million per year. Proponents argue that current student loan interest rates are nearly normal, double normal interest rates and should be lowered to provide relief for millions of low-income borrowers. Opponents argue that the borrowers agreed to pay the interest rates when they took out the loans, and taxing the rich would hurt the economy. Taxing the rich never hurts the economy, by the way. It only ever improves the economy. <laughs> uh, Money's money. Right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you know, the way the way that this is explained, I, I do agree with it. But mm-hmm. the way the question is written, I would say no. Okay. So I'm going to click yes, but... Only because I want my chart to be accurate at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Should the federal government pay for tuition at four-year colleges and universities? No. I think yes, but they should also pay for tuition at trade schools. Uh, pay, pay your way, man. Right? I mean, like, I mean, help out, but I mean, like, I mean, it, I mean, isn't getting the education the responsibility of the person who wants to get it? 
I think that's fair, except for, you know, well, I guess, I guess the part of the issue is the way that I think about it is, uh, when I was growing up, I was told I had to have a college degree to get a job. And now, mm-hmm. now I know better. You don't need a college degree to get a job. You know, you mm-hmm. have a house and I don't. My little, my, our youngest brother has a house and I don't. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. so that's, you know, that's there. But I, I also think that, uh, I think a four year college and university should be free. At the point of access, um, you're going to theoretically a person who has a college degree is going to make a million dollars more over their lifetime than someone who doesn't. And so they're going to pay that back in taxes anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's OK. I get what, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm just so big and maybe it's just the way I was raised. But it's like one of those things like if you want something, pay for it. Mm hmm. Um, and also I know what kind of college student I was, and I know that like if I had the government paying my college and shit and I spent four years fucking around and had right. nothing to show for it. Yeah, there should be there should be uh there gotta be regulations on like yeah. GPAs and like actually putting forth an effort. Like if like to pay for like your schooling, Sherry's schooling, Derek's schooling, then yeah, because you guys busted your ass, you ended up with degrees and you showed that the the value of their uh of what they put into it, you got out of it. But even Colin, Colin, I mean, Colin got an associate and everything. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think his was paid for by the Navy, anyways. But right. uh, you, you, Sherry and Derek, you know, you guys got like scholarships and loans and all that other stuff. The government paid for yours, absolutely. For me, it would have been a waste of fucking money because I, I tried and it just, I just wasn't as. Then, if I was able to go to college right now, I would fucking do it in a heartbeat. Because I am more focused on hopefully on having an education now than I was when I was like right. 18, 19 years old, and that's the thing that sucks. Because by the time I want to go, I can't fucking do it. Right. See, and that's that's why I think you should have the ability now without any extra yes. burden. Yeah. Uh oh, still you, man. Oh, uh, should the federal government fund universal preschool? I don't know about this, to be honest with you. I my my knee jerk is yes because it would help so many people, but my I don't I just don't know enough about it. So, so, so they want the government to pay for pre-kindergarten. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm, no, I'm gonna say no. Universal preschool like- is a proposal that would use funding from the federal government to provide school to children before they reach kindergarten. In the current U.S. public education system, government-funded school is guaranteed to all children from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Uh, the number of U.S. St- uh, or a number, it just says number. It doesn't have the first word of the sentence. Of U.S. states use tax, state tax revenue to fund part-time and full-time preschool for children between the ages of three and five. Half of the states that offer pre-K programs limit enrollment to low-income children. Proponents that preschool is too expensive for most American families, and according to the Chicago Child Parent Center's longitudinal study, children who attend preschool found on average that uh, – this is so poorly written – Found on average that children make significant gains in cognitive language and early math and reading skills. Opponents point to a 2005 study done by the Rand Corp, which showed no significant impact in education in the short or long term. Yeah, I'm going to say no because it just sounds like people want daycare. Yeah, well, I, I think I think daycare should be a, a universal funded, universally funded program. Oh, and and there's a thing that sucks. The cost of daycare made the decision on if Sherry was a stay-at-home mom or right. a full-time employee. You know, it, it's it's expensive as fuck. But I mean, like, I went to preschool. I went with Derek and stuff in, uh, you know, just north of where we live. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I mean, I I don't know what it costs, but 
I I know three of us did it, and mom and dad paid for it with no problem. But of course, that was back in the nineties. I'm sure not what it costs now, but it almost sounds it almost sounds like daycare to me. And if you can't afford it, there's a program for you to get aid on it. Yeah, but for everyone, no, I'm gonna say no. That's fair. So I'm I'm in favor. We have a we have a preschool at our church, and I I think we're re- very reasonably priced. It's only I think it's like twenty two hundred a year per kid. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that's the whole year. That's less than that's like a hundred. I don't know, hundred and fifty dollars a month or something like that. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, I think so, I think I think when Cher was putting my niece in, I think it was like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, but ours I will say ours is only for. You know, between basically three and five year olds. Oh, yeah. so yeah, it's it's ours. Ours is actually a play school slash preschool, not a uh, not a daycare. Should the government increase spending on public transportation? I think so. I wish we had a train system that rivaled Europe's. <laughs> uh, I guess they're gonna. I, I mean, are they are they talking about federal government or local government? I don't know. Um, that was not helpful. I clicked see, learn more. It took me to Wikipedia. It took you to yeah, right? That's exactly <laughs> what I fucking did. Um, see, that's the thing. Like, if it's local government, then yeah. If it's federal government, it's like, why should the federal government pay for Chicago's transportation? It should fall on Chicago. Right. But I, I can see where, you know, increasing the, the public transport from Chicago to Indianapolis, or Chicago to Piatone, or Chicago to Lafayette. Oh yeah, like trans. Was that called trans? Trans? I don't fucking know. It's not transcontinental. I don't know what it's called. In- interstate. Interstate. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna focus on this. Is oh, transcontinental. Consi- yeah, you got it. Sorry. Okay. Took a second to sink in. So should the government increase spending on public? I'm just gonna go yes because. It's, it's not specifying which, but I'm going to say, yeah, either way. Uh, so I say yes. You said yes too, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, should the president be able, oh, this is national security issues. Uh, should the president be able to authorize military forces against Al-Qaeda without congressional approval? No, there's a process. Agreed. Uh, should the U.S. assassinate suspected terrorism in foreign countries? No, because there's a process. <laughs> uh, healthcare issues. Go ahead. Uh, do you support the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Obamacare? Uh, why is it just yes or no? I'm gonna say no, just because I like the concept. I just don't like the program. Right. I'm gonna say yes because I I like the program, but I wish the program was a hell of a lot better than it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should the federal government increase funding of healthcare for low-income individuals? Yes, yes, because they are more expensive when they don't have access to health care and then end up only using the ER. <sighs> do you support a single-payer health care system? I do. Single-payer health care is a system where every citizen pays the government to provide core health care. So basically it gives rid of like PPOs and HMOs. There's just one type of health care. Exactly. <sighs> For all residents under this system, the government may provide the care themselves or pay a private. So you can still have the option of getting private health care. Mm-hmm. I'll say yes. Okay. Yeah, because you can still option to get more if you wanted to. Okay. Right. Of course. 
should the electoral college okay, so on elect, electoral issues. Should the electoral college be abolished? Yes. Popular vote. I go popular vote always. Nice. Yeah, I don't why not? That. Yeah. Right? I mean if if they're leading us, we should have the choice, right? I mean I mean, I mean, they treat us like this. I mean, the voice has more fucking popular vote. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Uh, should a photo ID be required to vote? Yes. I'm going to say no. yes to that one, too. I I struggle with that one because I know that it's difficult for some people to get photo IDs. So I also think that getting access to a photo ID should be much easier than it is. Yeah. Uh, should foreigners currently residing in the United States have the right to vote? I don't know. Um, I'm going to say no, just because when you click on more information, it says the right to vote is generally limited to citizens of the country. So I'm going to take them saying foreigners as not citizens, just people who are here illegally. I'm going to, that's how I'm going to read it. Yeah, um, I'll say yes to that. <clears throat> So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm say, no, I meant no. I, mean, yeah, I, was, say, I was in agreement with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say no to it just because, because it says limited to citizens, and I agree it should be limited to the citizens of the United States. Yeah. Uh, immigration issues, go ahead, man. Should the U.S. build a wall along the southern border? No. Yes. Because most, most illegal, uh, immigrants come in through, by plane. It worked for China, it worked for us. <laughs> it didn't work for China. They fell to the Huns. <laughs> God, that's just that's just Mulan. That's not accurate. <laughs> I, I want a Great Wall of Texas. Damn it! Uh, they should just build a wall around San Antonio and write the great comment. I I agree. I I I agree that there there needs to be some kind of protective barrier. I don't think it really needs to be a physical fucking wall, but there definitely needs to be some kind of. Uh, uh, checks and balances at the border. Yeah, and not, I just don't not, think it would do any good. It'd be such a waste of money. Yeah. And it's not for the people who are coming to find safety here. It's the drugs and shit. It's the it's the it's the human trafficking drugs that I have a huge problem with. It's not so much the the uh, the chill, the the parents who want to get their kids away from like cartels and stuff, because I do believe that they should come here to to find safety. Right. It's it's the drug running and uh, the uh, human trafficking that I think there needs to be something there to protect against that. Yeah, I think most of that stuff still comes in more by plane than over the border, though. Uh, maybe you should shoot the planes down. No, I'd be down with that. That's gonna that's gonna improve <laughs> our carbon emissions. Right, that'll show. Get rid of planes. <laughs> Dear flight. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Take boats like Greta. <laughs> <laughs> Should illegal immigrants have access to government subsidized health care? No. That's a hard question for me. I do, I I only I still want to focus on citizen. Do it the right way. It's the illegal word that fucking bothers me. Right. If it says should immigrants? Yeah, if if they came in and had the right way of doing it, absolutely. It it's just the term illegal. It's the people who don't come here the right way and don't pay into a system. Because I mean, like, is, like so many of those people work our fields and like cook in our restaurants, and I think they should have access to medical care if they burn themselves while cooking in the restaurant. You know, and and I think the the restaurant owner who gets caught with with uh, undocumented workers should be punished far more significantly than the worker should be. 
Because they're the ones taking advantage of the workers. That I do agree with. Um, I, my biggest thing is like, if, if, if you pay into the system, you should benefit from this system. Yeah. And so I, I think that's where I kind of draw the line on this stuff. Like, if you're not paying into the system, you shouldn't benefit from the system. So that alone is why I'm going to say no. But I agree with what you said. Uh, owners of businesses who take advantage of, uh, immigrants coming over here. And say, hey, listen, I'll pay you cash to do this, that, and the other thing. And it's shitty fucking jobs that, you know, you end up fucking not only, like, you know, you could get in an incident and, like, injure yourself, but it's it's body aches and back pain and stuff from constantly, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. work, working in fields and factories and uh, the restaurants and stuff like that. It's like the constant physical labor that you do to yourself for nine bucks an hour, eight bucks an hour, seven bucks an hour. Right. Like, yeah, it's cash, but, I mean, like, at what point is do you find value in the work you're doing, you know? Yeah. Because it's, I mean, and that's one thing, and that's the biggest thing I hate about fucking people who do shit like that, because they sit there and say, it's like, listen, if you don't want to do the, fi- if you don't, if you don't want to do the job for five bucks a fucking hour, you can go back to pl- uh, so-and-so and deal with, you know, the problems that you left, because then right. they use fear tactics. Right. You know, or the fear mongering, whatever the fuck it's called. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both, both those, same thing. Yeah. All right, uh, next question. Should illegal immigrants be offered in-state tuition rates at public colleges within their residing state? It's the word illegal that I guess. I'm going to say no just because of the illegal thing. Yeah. See, my, uh, this is another one I feel like there's some nuance because I know some people who are uh, uh, DACA people who they, they were brought over uh, undocumented when they were children and they didn't have a choice about where they were going. And... Uh, grew up in our school system, learned English, don't really know their native language. Uh, in every in every regard, they're a citizen except legally. Yeah, you know, so they they should get in-state tuition rates and also probably a path to citizenship. <laughs> yeah, but, but why not, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like that that news article from a few months back where the guy signed up for the military, went into the military, fought for his country, and then got the yeah, flu. right. You know, I'm sorry, but if you if you register to fight for this country, they should hand you a fucking uh, you know, um, uh, was it's not a green card. What the fuck is the actual a citizenship? They should oh, hand yeah, you yeah, a, yeah. like you should tell you say, hey, thanks for sacrificing your life. Here's the citizenship. You know, it's completely agree with you. Yeah, I don't think I don't, is it is it a fucking diploma? Is that what I mean? Do they really give a diploma for citizenship? Is that what it is? No, I think it's a green. I think it actually is a green card. It's just called a green card. Okay, I think so. Yeah. Uh, trending issues. Oh, you got trending issues? Where are the trending issues at? Uh, right below immigrant issues. Oh, man, I got, I have, I have local issues. Oh, local issues is after that. I'm going to skip trending issues. If you have it at the bottom, we'll come back to it. I don't have it. I scrolled all the way down. Okay. Uh, oh, is this the last, okay, this is the last question. So trending issues are women equality, socialist, Republican, progressive, green, independent. Basically, they're just asking when I, no, that's cheating. Fuck that. Uh, if the 2020 Illinois okay. District 2 U.S. House Representative elections were held today, which candidate would you vote for? Uh, I'm gonna go Teresa Raper. Right. I have, I have if the Illinois District 9, because it's my zip code. Uh, oh, there you so go. I, and it'd be Sargas Sangari or Jan Schakowsky. I believe it's Jan, Jan that I would be voting for. Oh shit, I didn't realize my the zip code's wrong. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I don't know what zip code that is. Well, let's find out. Yeah, do you want to, oh, 
Oh, I guess. Uh, should we just skip to Senate and then presidential? No, nope, never mind. That's, that's, that's the town just south of me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so we're good. <laughs> we're good. Nice. This is my area. Okay. Uh, it's a 2020 Illinois state el- uh, U.S. Senate election was held today. Which candidate we vote for? Ah, uh, God. I do like the name Dick Durbin. Um, today, um, this is so... I don't know who Mark Curran is or whatever his name is. I uh, The name sounds familiar, but I know nothing about him. I think I might end up going for Dick Durbin. Nice. I think that's who I'm going for, too. I just like I just like Dick Durbin. It's, come on, I mean, Senator Dick. Huh. It doesn't have the it doesn't have the other guys anywhere for me to learn about. Yeah, I'll go Dick Durbin. Uh, the 2020 presidential election <clears throat> we're held today. Which potential candidate would you vote for? Uh, Trump. I'd either vote for Biden or Vermin Supreme. And right now I'm leaning Vermin Supreme. So that's what I'm clicking. Is it because Vermin? It's because, uh, uh, I like his, I like his platform and his boot hat. I just like how the other names sound made up. <laughs> like Jacob Hornberger. Howie Hawkins. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a Candyland character. It basically is. He's the Green Party candidate. I think of all, I mean, Como is the only other person I fucking know of. Like, I really know of. But Vermin Supreme, Howie Hawkins, Jacob Hornberger, Brian, this, these sound like Parker Brother characters in a right? new fucked up, like, board game. Right. I actually believe Vermin Supreme is a made up name, but he had his name legally changed to that. <laughs> uh, which qualities are most important to you and a candidate? Uh, so I guess check all apply. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with leadership. Doing integrity. Integrity. Uh, Accountability. Accountability's good. Intelligence. Uh, uh, nobody's honest. Uh, right? Consistency's nice. Consistency's nice. Uh, uh communicate. Communication in the right way. They should give you a limit. They should say, like, pick, pick, only right. pick five. Let's do this. For our sake, limit yourself to just five. Just five? All right, just I'm going to take honesty back off. One, two, three, four, five, six. I guess I'll take leadership back off. I don't need leadership if I've got integrity, transparency, consistency, accountability, and intelligence. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to go intelligence, leadership, accountability, integrity, and... Uh, morality. Nice. <clears throat> oral, oral. Okay, show my results. Analyzing campaign finance data. That's analyzing funny. voting records. Analyzing campaign finance data. Analyzing speech debates and public statements. Matching similarities of your answers. Prioritizing your importance of issues. Done. Okay. Shocker. Oh, man, seriously? Oh, well. No, thanks. Okay. Ooh, shit. I'm shocked. I ended up 93% green. I ended up 76% libertarian. I was only 35% libertarian. I'm, so I got 76% libertarian, 70% constitution, 69% transhumanist. Yeah, I got 93% for that. Uh, weird. Fifty-two percent green, forty-nine percent socialist, forty-eight percent peace, forty-six government uh, Republican, and forty percent Democrat. That's actually surprising to me. 
Nice. I got 93% green, 93% transhumanist, 89% Democrat, gross, uh, 88% socialist. I thought that'd be higher. I'm not going to lie. Uh, 86% peace and freedom, 35% libertarian, 14% constitution, and 6% Republican. Ah, uh, geez. Okay, so where are the, okay, so I think it's my ballot is what, uh, so according to my, uh, choices, Mark Curran would be my U.S. Senate vote. Interesting. Where do I, where do I find my ballot? It would be the tabs. So there's three tabs at the top. Oh, my ballot, tab? my parties, and my... Ah, masters. okay. I didn't look to my left for once. Yeah, so I got Mark Curran at 61%, Dick Durbin at 52 and Willie Wilson at 46 I got 94% Dick Durbin, 87% Willie Wilson, and 11% Mark Curran. Uh, U.S. House, I got Teresa Rayburn, 74%, and Robin Kelly at 49 I got uh, 94% Jan Schakowsky and 11% Sargas Sangari. Uh, who's, who's, your, uh, who's your presidential? Who's your presidential? Oh, uh, I'm going to go jump off my balcony. Right, who'd you get? Yeah, 92% Andrew Cuomo. Really? I only got 49% for him. I got 78% Jacob Hornberger. Wild. I've Where never heard of him. No. He looks uh, like, uh, he looks like a fat Dean Martin. <laughs> so, so my ranking, I go, I go Jacob Hornberger, Mark Whitney, Donald Trump, Brian Carroll, Howie Hawkins, Andrew Cuomo, and then, uh, Joe Biden. I get, uh, Andrew Cuomo, Howie Hawkins, Joe Biden, Brian Carroll, Jacob Hornberger, Mark Whitney, and Donald Trump. Libertarian? I, maybe I am a libertarian. Who knew? I think, I mean, the way you were talking about your answers, that makes no sense to me. All right. Well, I guess realistically, uh, Ron Swanson is a libertarian. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I kind of like, you know, it's like, you know, do what you want, just, you know, keep it away from me. Right. How strong, see, what else, what else can we look up here? Um, mm. Can't believe I matched that highly with Andrew Cuomo. Ugh. <laughs> I can't believe how disgusted I am by it either. Right? <laughs> uh, I, just, I have a lot of friends in New York who are ta- telling me all the time about how terrible a job he's doing, even though the uh, like the national media really likes him. Let's see. So we look down at topics. So foreign policies, uh, I fall into strongly agree. Are we in my parties again? What's up? Are we in yeah. my parties again? Okay. Yeah, so my parties, you scroll down. So I got Libertarian, which is the fucking torch. You said you're the Green Party is your is your top one. Yeah, tied with transhumanist. Yeah, so for foreign policies, uh, I I end up in strongly agree. Which I'm, yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, never mind. Yes, foreign policies strongly agree. Uh, I guess you fall in strongly agree too. Yep. Yep. The economy, uh, strongly disagree. Uh, there's that. Uh, healthcare, disagree. Social, neutral. Environment, uh, strongly agree. Which, uh, that's kind of surprising, but no. Science, uh, agree. Immigration, agree. Domestic policies, strongly agree. Education, strongly agree. I don't, just somewhat important to you. Educate, I mean, 
I, I think a lot of these I said no to. <laughs> it's like transportation. Um, I guess it's somewhat important to me. Election. Um, somewhat important to me. Somewhat important to me in crime. National security is somewhat important. I am weird. Weird. But at least we learned something about ourselves today, Joe. Mm-hmm. We did. We learned something about ourselves. Um, who knows? Maybe down the road, maybe we'll take another one somewhere else. I dig it. Get that, get that Cuomo taste out of your mouth. No, that'd be great. <laughs> hey guys, uh, hopefully, uh, you enjoyed this. Uh, why don't you leave your, uh, your results, uh, on our Facebook page, uh, this freaking show. And while you're there, you might as well like and, um, subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. And if you love this show, you can catch it every single week. Uh, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching this freaking show. <clears throat> hey, Joe. Yes. What are you freaking thinking about? Oh, man. For some reason, I didn't expect that, that question. I know, I right? I'm freaking I... thinking about... Um, so I I decided to to treat myself. Uh, I've been, I've been podcasting for, for six years now. And so I decided to upgrade my equipment. Um, and it's not all in yet, but I, I have here a, uh, a Rodecaster Pro, which is a, an audio mixer for podcasts. And I have on its way a better microphone, um, that's going to work better for me because, um, the, the Blue Yeti, which is a fantastic microphone, uh, is a much better studio microphone than a, uh, bedroom next to a road microphone. Uh, a bedroom next to a phone, uh, a road in the city microphone. Um, I, I, I'm switching to a, uh, it's the Rode Procaster dynamic microphone, um, which the, the difference is it, it only will record theoretically my voice and not anything else. Like you won't be able to hear me typing anymore in the background. Uh, you won't be able to hear, uh, when the neighbor's car alarm starts going off randomly during a show. None of that. Uh, just, just my, just the dulcet town tones of, uh, of Cartoon Jet. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a great asset for the network, I think. And, uh, it's going to let me do some, some really cool things, uh, that I haven't decided about yet. So. Excellent. Yeah. One, one of the big things I, I want to do, and we actually, I actually had this conversation with, uh, the Pretty Little Freaks, uh, when we were doing their, uh, show yesterday. Uh, the one goal I want to try doing down the line, uh, as, you know, we start building this and making it bigger, is, you know, doing, like, these uh podcasts, like, jointly, like how I do JFW, uh, like, all together with Dizzle J and Dally here at the house. Right. Uh The overall goal is to get each of us our own microphones to talk into. That way we're all not just sharing one. Right. Um So that's the dream. Uh, mm-hmm. When when will that happen? Who the fuck knows? But that is the dream right now. But it's that mixing board thing that connects all the mics to one. I don't know how to fucking use that stuff. So that's kind of like a trial and error and learn as I go kind of thing. Right. Well, that's, that's one of the things I really like about the Roadcaster Pro is they have really taken a lot of the guesswork out of it for podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really simple. I can shoot you a picture of it and, and you can look at it and stuff. Um, yeah. but it's, it's really, it's really basically, you know, really basic. Uh, it's a very simple thing. It's actually, I found out today it's actually a little bit too simple in some ways because it only has uh, a regular, um, what's called XLR microphone plug. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as opposed to, there's a new one out that, that can do like a regular microphone or you could plug an instrument in. 
And, uh, that's actually mm-hmm. much more versatile. And there's like, uh, there's another mixer that I thought about getting, which is the, uh, the Zoom Live Track L8, which is about the same price. It's actually a little cheaper, but it's more complicated looking. Yeah. Um, and there's another microphone. So my, the reason my microphone's not here is because it's, it wasn't in stock, but there's another microphone I was looking at that is in stock that I can't mm-hmm. use with my Procaster or Roadcaster. Oh, so, wow. yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, this is what I've been doing for the last two weeks is lear- is becoming an amateur sound engineer. I've been learning all sorts of crap about it. So I'm happy to answer questions sometime. <laughs> uh, or send you videos. So, uh, which is how I learned things. Because, uh, because down the road, uh, that's going to be your job. Every I'm going to do it. Excellent. I'm about it. So, right. uh, what are you freaking thinking about this week? Uh, you know, I, I, uh, we talked about a little bit before we started recording today and we talked about it on live, uh, this past weekend, uh, I found out I could play Pokemon Yellow on my phone, and that has been a huge part of my life for like the last like four days. And it's, it's so much nostalgia doing it. Nice. So, uh, and it's cool because like I'm finding things that because like I mean I, it's when you when you sit there and you're playing the game, you kind you kind of remember how to do everything, and it's so similar to like how it was like back in the day like i mean shit's come like normally oh yeah i remember this part i remember this part blah blah um but i'm finding things i never fucking knew before like i mean when i played it the first time like i only found like one moonstone and i was uh you know like oh shit who do i use it on but apparently there is four of them in the game and i found all four of them and it's just like learning the new stuff um so i've been i've been uh huge into pokemon lately uh what are you what are you moving around in there I was I was plugging a cord in and I forgot to hit mute. You are you are going ape shit over there. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um. So yeah, Pokemon Go really. You know, just um, just playing or not or Pokemon Yellow. I've been playing a lot and I actually downloaded Pokemon Go again just to kind of see how it changed since last time I played and it uh, it's not the same. So I've been watching Pokemon uh, Indigo or whatever it is on Netflix as well. So really uh really been Pokemon the last four days. So. Nice. Yeah, I feel like a child again. It's awesome. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Excellent. Guys, again, uh, this freaking show is part of FreakNet Studios. Uh, make sure you uh, go to FreakNetStudios.com to check out all the podcasts that are associated with the brand. Uh, special thanks to BallWash.com and Audible for being sponsors. Again, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And our podcast drops every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching This Freaking Show. And that is all I have. As always, I am Travis C. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of This Freaking Show. Show. I'm out.